Greetings, you're listening to Cantus Firmus, and I'm Cody Cook. Uh, it's been a while since I've done a new recording. You guys have been hearing stuff uh, over the last few weeks because I um, uh, went ahead and got some things recorded before uh, our second baby was born. Uh, her name is Ivy Day. The middle name is Day after um, primarily rethinking Billie Holiday, Lady Day, um, but I was also uh, also Dorothy Day in mind, the uh, uh, Catholic, uh, you know, anarchist. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so Ivy Day is here and she is a little fussy. Um, but she's sweet and uh, pretty and uh, just wonderful to have. And uh, so we are excited about it. So what I wanted to talk about, though, um, as we are uh, gearing up for, you know, what's pretty much almost certain to be a, a Biden presidency. Um, I had written this book called Fight the Powers and, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a little over two years ago. It was uh, released in August 2018. And uh, the book looks like this and is available on paperback and Kindle. And I'd like to do an audible for it at some point, um, audiobook. Uh, I've done one for a second Adam, uh, but not Fight the Powers yet. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe that'll happen. So um, I'm kind of winging this. I've got a few little notes, but basically I just, I'm just sort of speaking extemporaneously. The The subject of this book was, was really about the relationship between... Um, these sort of negative demonic spiritual forces in human governments as as they're described in the Bible. So uh, this isn't kind of, you know, a conspiracy theory by me or something like that. It's just basically laying out what the Bible says about this relationship between uh, the powers, these spiritual powers that are um, that are negative, you could call them demonic, and, um, and states, governments. Um, and so, you know, if you're not familiar with that subject, you can... Um, Go back and listen to podcasts where we've covered that. Um, you could also, of course, get the book. That would be the quickest way to get it, get it all distilled. Um, so I guess, so I wrote this two years ago, kind of right in the middle of the Trump presidency. I never mentioned Trump in the book uh, because it's not about Trump. And I wanted to write a book that was, um, you know, relevant no matter when you were uh, reading it. Um, There's some discussion about kind of American politics and uh, kind of the church's history in America of sort of going from left to right and well left to indifferent to right and um, kind of what precipitated those things and uh, that sort of thing. There's of course some discussion of how the church has approached its relationship to the state in church history over the last you know 2,000 years. Um, but at the end of the book is really really kind of focuses on this question of whether or not Christians should be involved in politics and if so how. And I don't discount the um, the idea that they shouldn't be. So in the book, um, I actually do kind of treat this sort of early church and Anabaptist position of, uh, you know, ah, that's a that's kind of its own thing. You know, God used it for His own purposes, but we don't get involved in that. You know, there, uh, the, the state is violence, and we don't, as Christians, we're not allowed to to use violence. Uh, that, of course, in addition, I would also add this argument about the relationship between spiritual forces and human governments that also makes that very complicated. So I guess the question is, what have I been doing in the last two years since I wrote this book? Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know um, that I have been exploring some of these questions about uh, libertarianism and um, uh, kind of a libertarian uh, political philosophy and where it might connect with Christianity. Um, 
I did um, even um, lend a little support to uh, the Libertarian presidential candidate Joe Jorgensen, as well as a congressional candidate in my um, in my district, um, and um, voted for them as well. And that's because even though I do think that the Anabaptist early church argument of complete separation has some 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 persuasive arguments for it, I also see in Scripture. Um, you know, of course, the time that the New Testament's being written, there's not really any meaningful way in which people, regular people, can be involved in, in politics. But you do see, uh, for example, Paul and um, the other apostles, to some extent, pushing back and petitioning the state uh, for a redress of grievances for their for their rights, essentially. And to me, that that suggested that even if there are certain functions that Christians shouldn't perform uh, in relation to the state. Um, there's not necessarily something wrong if they're careful about remembering which kingdom is which um, in, um, you know, encouraging the state to do the right thing. Basically, you know, if your job is to keep the peace and to make sure that justice is done, uh, you're not doing a good job, guys. <laughs> so, you know, here's what you need to do differently. You need to, like, you know, knock off this or leave this these people alone, so on and so forth. Um, I did also, in the last couple of years, consider running um running for office uh uh i considered both a uh, congressional run and state rep it would have been as a libertarian so the the odds of me uh, uh winning would, would be slim but there were two reasons why i decided not to one was because we were preparing to have a baby and the other uh was because i really struggled with this idea of bringing these two kingdoms together if i'm a christian primarily and my allegiance is to god um what does it mean for me to serve uh, in government, uh, particularly as a representative, where I would have to be voting for things that, you know, from a statecraft position, you could make some arguments for, but it gets very complicated as a Christian because um, every law has the, the threat of force behind it. And so um, I kind of got this process started of, of, of running and I uh, set it aside, abandoned it because... I was not able to satisfactorily resolve those two things. And I guess that's kind of what I, where I kind of want to jump from, because I think um, for Christians, it's pretty obvious that politics can become an obsession. It's like this, you know, vast forest that blocks the light of the kingdom of God out. And, you know, we can't, as much as we might like to, uh, legislate or vote our way into utopia. Um, that doesn't mean that governments can't be better or worse or that there isn't a continuum of justice, you know. Um, but we just need to be really extremely careful about where we put our faith and hope. Um, and for me, I, I just, I think I struggled with that a little bit. Um, not just because I was thinking about running for office, but, but in general. I mean, you know, politics was everywhere. And it's interesting to, to, to kind of follow the drama and the ups and downs and, and to sort of... Um, um, try to put together these kinds of theories about why it is that people act the way they do and, um, you know, what political philosophies uh, most accurately reflect, um, you know, objective values or protect human rights or address human nature as it exists. Um, these are really interesting questions and it's hard not to get wrapped up in them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the questions. But you have to be careful 
that Christ remains on the throne and not something or someone else. And so um, I spent the last two years being very interested in these subjects, but also struggling a little bit with what it means for me, you know, whether I'm spending too much time thinking about them or talking about them. Um, and at the end of the day, these things are interesting and, and I, I'm happy to have the conversations. Um, but Christ is, Christ is it. He's the center. And um, the whole point of Cantus Firmus is it's the centering melody that makes all the other melodies in our lives make sense. It gives them order and purpose. Um, and if Christ isn't that Cantus Firmus, then everything goes awry. And I think I've seen so many people um, who have let something else be the Cantus Firmus, um, whether it's politics generally or a political cause or a politician like Donald Trump, for example. Um, I've seen a lot of people say things like, you know, well, tr I didn't vote for a pastor. I voted for, you know, a president. And they're, what they're doing is they're making a strong distinction, right, between um, our, our life in Christ and our temporary life in this world. And if you want to make that argument, fine. But then, for God's sake, don't make Donald Trump the center. <laughs> you know, like, if you want to say, you know, I have to make this decision, I have to put on my, um, you know, uh, living in this world hat and make this choice that I'm, you know, that, that I'm not, it's not really a, a sacred choice. It's not really a spiritual choice, uh, but it's one I've got to make just because I got to live in the world. If, you, if you're going to reason that way, at the very least, don't like, then sort of make that the primary thing, you know, treat it as this, uh, you know, the unpleasant, dirty work that you have to do so you can go back to, you know, <laughs> do, doing the right thing more often. Um, but as you know, as Trump has been such a such a central thing that we've been thinking about, it got me thinking about um, what it means to fight the powers in Biden's America. And I would say I would kind of echo what I say in the book. At minimum, it means preaching the gospel, and especially uh, its message about how Christ is overcoming the world and its destructive power. It may also mean using our influence to speak up for those who are trampled upon by those who are more powerful. Um, but we need to do that without being captive to one party. Um, essentially, it means the same thing it meant under Trump. And it, what it will also mean during whoever is president after Biden. Because presidents come and go. Um, governments come and go. Um, regimes come and go. Uh, but Christ remains God forever. And um, if you're interested in these subjects, if you're interested in talking about politics, whatever, that's fine. But what's kind of fascinating to me is um, I keep thinking, I, I've looked back at my catalog of podcasts um, that I've done. And the, when I started talking, bringing politics in, it occurred to me, these are the ones that aren't going to last. These are the ones that are going to be maybe interesting right now for people who are listening. But long term, um, they're going to lose... Um, much of their much of their interest apart from historical interest because the situations are are over some of the people are now out of power maybe even dead not right this moment but if you were to listen you know years later um and so it's that stuff where i'm talking about where i'm talking about christ and his and his superiority and his supremacy um and i'm, I'm talking about theology and i'm talking about what it means to follow jesus that's the stuff I think that's that's going to have 
more long-term impact because it can be listened to and, and, and benefited from at any time. And the political stuff, um, you know, if you, if you know a lot about history, you're interested in that subject, uh, you know, it'll have at the very least an antiquarian uh, interest. Um, you know, it, if I've done my job, it'll, it'll hopefully have a little bit more lasting interest because it'll be uh, focusing on, um, you know, making application in some way to these principles. Um, but it's not going to have nearly, I think, the lasting impact and the relevance um, of something like Fight the Powers, which doesn't talk about Trump and it doesn't focus on politicians and present movements that will fall. Um, you know, Daniel, when he is seeing all of these giant empires that are, seem so powerful and strong and eternal, uh, and they're killed and thrown in the fire, <laughs> you know? Um, and, 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 and what continues? It's the kingdom of Christ. So I hope um, that I can keep that in mind. And I hope that um, I can impart that to you as well if you're listening. Um, you know, maybe you uh, swing right, maybe you swing left, maybe you're libertarian, uh, maybe you think of yourself as a progressive. In any case, if Christ is not the center, then whatever it is that you are putting on that throne is going to fail you, and it's not going to last forever. So I guess that's pretty much all I want to say at this point. I hope that uh, everyone's doing well. It's uh, obviously still a weird uh, time as uh, things are getting sorted out and Trump is trying to uh, uh, push back on, um, you know, the fact that the votes seem to have gone <laughs> the other direction. Um, and that's all interesting and fascinating, and I've got a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, but it's not going to matter much in a couple weeks. So, uh, let alone, you know, eternity. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you with that. And uh, hope everyone is well. And I don't really have a good closing for this podcast. I've never developed a good closing. I say greetings. You're listening to Cantus Firmus. This is Cody Cook. Uh, and uh, but I don't have an ending, so I'll need to be working on that. If anybody has any suggestions, feel free to email me, and uh, <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll be sure to look over those and um, maybe maybe select one. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.